The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Is President Donald Trump actually a superhero? I don't mean that in a metaphorical sense. Does he fly around and shoot laser beams out of his eyes? Well, let's find out. Let's <laughs> be shaking your head. You're like, no, not at all. Well, hold on. Let me present some evidence to you. Maybe you didn't see it on the news. And then we attend a wedding in Algeria to meet a young bride who spends the entire day sobbing and talking to herself. At first, her family thinks that this is just new wife jitters, and she's not ready to take the step into her new life. But soon, her parents realize that this isn't just normal wedding day jitters. Their daughter is possessed by a demon today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. Hope you guys are having a great day too. Hope you guys are having tons of fun. Remember, live stream, 12 p.m., December 25th, it's Christmas Day. Forget your friends and family to get out of the way. I gotta sit down in front of YouTube for a while. Join us for the chat. We're gonna have a lot of fun. If you guys can't join us, then I will upload a very high-quality audio version of it to the podcast as well. There will also be a surprise Christmas treat coming to all of you. Don't look under your trees. It's nothing that I mailed out. Although I did finally get all the stickers mailed out. So if you guys have been wondering where those are at, Patreons of who have been with me for months, your sticker's on the way. There'll be a special treat on Christmas Day for you all as well. And it's pretty much the thousandth episode is the next day. So it's a big monument for Dead Rabbit Radio. We've got a lot of stuff happening, so that's really, really cool. But someone who's always cool, no matter what is happening in the world around them, everyone give it up for our newest Patreon supporter, Dakota K. Woohoo! Yeah, come on in, Dakota. Walk on in to Dead Rabbit Command, do a little breakdancing. She brought her own cardboard. Dakota, you're going to be our captain, our pilot this episode. If you guys can't support the Patreon, if you guys don't have access to cardboard, that's fine too. Just help spread the word about the show. That helps out so, so much. Also, let's give a shout-out to the artwork for Fan Art Friday. It's been a long time since I've been able to do this. This this is so cool. I love these little sketches. This was a drawing by 177013boy on Twitter. They also go by the more easily pronounceable 69thoughtpatrol69. So we have either name. It's a picture of the Dead Rabbit logo with some... References to past episodes in it. Uh, he told me what they were, and I've forgotten. I know the little blue horse is from Denver. And then it looks like there's like a, a flesh statue. And the moon is being eaten up by UFOs. I, I don't remember either of those episodes, but maybe from an alternate reality, I did those ones. And I bet you they were awesome. So 69 Thought Patrol 69, thank you so much for sending the fan art. Really, really do enjoy it. Dakota K, let's go ahead and give you. The Dead Rabbit Rocket Ship. We haven't used this one all season. 
Put on your little astronaut suit and strap in. We're going up to the stratosphere because we're about to meet a superhero flying high above the planet. <laughs> Dakota's punching buttons and she's all stressed out. She's like, I'm so bad at math. I don't know how to fly a rocket ship. <laughs> I was just going to drive a car. We have faith in you, Dakota. We know you'll get there. We're looking at little portholes in the rocket ship and we see something, no, someone flying right towards us. We're like, whoa, dude, totally cool. Superheroes, man. Maybe it's Superman. Maybe it's Henry Cavill. Maybe he's cast as Superman again. Uh, it's not Henry Cavill. It's not Superman. It's President Donald Trump. And he flies right past us. We're like, whoa, dude. The reason why we're up here to see President Donald Trump and the reason why I call him still President Trump, because that for two reasons. One, that's generally an honorary. Not a lot of times do they use the word former president. Once you're President Obama, you're always President Obama. Whether or not you have the office, you're still referred to as President Obama. They'll say a former chief of staff or the former secretary of state. Very rarely do you hear the term former President Trump, former President Obama. That's one of the reasons. The other reason is... Trump's still president. Trump's still president. You didn't know that? You didn't know that? You guys just haven't been paying attention to the news. The real, raw news. See, you guys are listening to the lamestream media, but the real, raw news brings it fresh off the cow carcass onto your plate. Real, raw news is a website. Every article is written by the same person. They're like any legitimate news website, right? One person writes every single article on it. It's a guy named Michael Baxter. We've covered Real Raw News a ton of times on the show. They are exposing the bloody remains of reality. They keep it raw. Some of their best hits that we've covered in the past. Hillary Clinton was arrested. Taken to Guantanamo Bay where she went through adrenochrome withdrawal. Pooped and threw it at prison guards. And was hung. You didn't know that? You did not know that Hillary Clinton was not hung, hanged. That would be a totally different story. We found out something interesting about Hillary Clinton. She was hanged at Guantanamo Bay for crimes against humanity. They'd actually been pursuing Nancy Pelosi for a long time. We covered this on the episode. They, these Marines who are still working for President Trump, he has this government that he runs out of Mar-a-Lago. They tracked down Nancy Pelosi in the streets of San Francisco. And they grabbed her and they threw her in the back of the van. But it was actually just someone in a Nancy Pelosi mask. Oh, man. We got foiled. Covered that episode a long time ago. There's one story I didn't cover because it was just too insane. I remember reading this and I go, oh, this, is, this is too weird even for real raw news. Apparently, Vice President Mike Pence, he was a bad guy. He was a bad guy in this whole saga. And the Marines, the special forces underneath the command of still President Donald Trump, Joe Biden is either a hologram or a clone or a clone hologram. I'm not for sure where the mythology is at this point. But this story, I was like, this is too crazy. Apparently, the special forces were hunting down Mike Pence and they caught him with his Asian gay lover, on an ATV, they're riding an ATV, trying to get away from authorities, and the military gunned both of them down. Former Vice President Mike Pence, 
<laughs> dead in a ditch, dead in a ditch after trying to escape with his Asian lover on an ATV. You know, it's stuff like that. I'm like, this is obviously made up. How, what a weird thing to make up. I mean, just Mike Pence on an ATV. That already kind of boggles the imagination. I just imagine him in his blue suit that he was always wearing, driving around in an ATV. If you were a Mike Pence fan, sorry guys, he got shot by the White Hats. That's the term for, that's the term for President Donald Trump's army against President Joe Biden in the deep state. Fascinating fictional world that exists. Now, Michael Baxter, he goes, you know, this is satire, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm calling it satire so I won't get sued. But he also does stuff like, oh, I have these sources. I did all this research. I did all these interviews. So he's bends the line. Like, he says he's satire so he doesn't get sued. The uh, He does a lot of stuff about Bill Gates being a pedophile and the Marines, or the Special Forces. I'm sorry if you're actually involved in one of these operations. You're like, quit calling us Marines. Whoever it was, they raided. Whoever was involved in this fake organization... They invaded Bill Gates' ranch and they found a child abduction facility underground. And lo and behold, behold, it's illegal. It's illegal to make up stuff about people. You can't do that. So what happened was someone from the Bill Gates Foundation... Well, according to Michael Baxter, this happened. I mean, who knows? But someone from the Bill Gates Foundation said, Quit making this stuff up or we're going to sue you. You can't say there was a secret child abduction facility underneath Bill Gates Ranch in Montana when everyone knows it's underneath Microsoft headquarters in Seattle. Get your facts straight, Michael. His website, he has like this donation thing through like Give, Send, Go or something like that. He takes in probably about $15,000 a month in donations. Maybe seven dollars to $15,000 a month in donations. People love this people love this people are supporting him there sometimes the articles can be a little drab i'm like oh no nancy pelosi's on twilight guantanamo bay boring but the comments section is just hilarious the comments like they will a lot of them believe it every so often you'll have a troll in there in this in their world the troll is the guy who's like i actually read the news nancy pelosi's not in guantanamo bay they're all boo boo downvote him The comments are great. So what I found super interesting recently in the real world, President Donald Trump has announced he's running for president again. He has to run in the Republican primaries. And then if he wins those, he'll run for president. Earlier this month on Truth Social, which is a social network that Donald Trump set up, he had this post and he goes, America needs a superhero. I will be making a major announcement tomorrow. Thank you. Everyone was perplexed by this because people were like, oh, is he going to name his new running mate? Since Mike Pence is dead, since Mike Pence and his gay lover are both dead in a ditch, who's he going to announce? Who's he going to announce as his running mate? Is he going to come up with this new policy thing? And people were curious. People were really curious about what this major announcement was. And he decided to come out, uh, the next day he released these NFT trading cards. They're images of him in different uniforms. So one of them, he's a professional wrestler with like a wrestling belt and a ring. One of them, he's an astronaut. 
That one didn't make sense because he was a professional wrestler at one point. Well, let me back. He, he was at a professional wrestling event. He he was, ran around with Vince McMahon and stuff like that. The wrestling one makes sense. I was like, I don't recall him ever being an astronaut. I'm pretty sure he never left the planet. One of them was as a duck hunter. So he had a shotgun and there was a duck flying by. He's all in camo. One of them was him standing in front of Trump Tower, ripping his jacket open, and he has like a Superman-type logo, and out of his eyeballs are these laser beams, and they're aimed they're aimed at you. They're aimed at the person holding the card. People went nuts about this. Not in a good way. Not in a good way. They were $99 each. They're a limited edition. I think there was 45000 card like uh, you know nft so there's supposedly only one of each there's forty five thousand of them they're 99 dollars each if he sold them all which he did he'd rake in about 4.5 million dollars you had the conservative blogosphere the conservative news networks go this was a stupid move on trump's part we can't believe that he teased us teased us with a major announcement and it's basically this cash grab and then the liberal news sphere goes, that's just dumb. <laughs> they didn't put it in any context. They go, that's just dumb. What a waste of time. And that's fair. I didn't think it was a huge deal. I saw it. I go, ah, you know, Trump likes to make money. He's making money. Whatever. I don't, it didn't bug me at all. I just kind of went on with my day. Kind of chuckled. Kind of chuckled as I was getting shot with heat beams out of Trump's eyes. And moved on with my life. What's super interesting... And those two reactions do make sense, though. I'm one of those guys that's like, whatever, it doesn't affect me, whatever. The people who really, really liked him were disappointed because they felt he was he's wasting time. We're building up to a presidential election in two years. <laughs> it's going to go on for two years, guys. He's wasting our time. It's a cash grab. You had close allies of his, like Steve Bannon, being like, what a bad move. Like, I would fire anyone who approved this. Then you have the people who hate him, hate him anyways. Everything he does, they hate. What shocked me, because I had completely forgotten about it, was that Real Raw News, the website that writes detailed versions of politicians swinging from nooses, talking about how they're begging for their lives and their body is blowing in the wind and the military's watching them struggle to breathe while they're being hanged in Guantanamo Bay. The very, very vivid, very, very possibly legally threatening these people's lives, the way they love to describe how these politicians are dying, they got mad about it. And I was like, what? Why are you mad? You make stuff up. You make stuff up. Why are you mad about these NFTs? And the weirdest thing, I, I, I didn't expect this, is they didn't make anything up. Well, they didn't make up a bunch of interviews that they supposedly did. But they had this article posted on there, and they go... The headline of the article was, Military Heads Spin as Trump Turns to NFTs. And has all these interviews with these military officials, and they're like, we're fighting the war against Bill Gates and the Pizzagate pedophile empire, and this dude's posting pictures of himself in an astronaut suit. What's going on? And I was shocked. I was shocked that Real Raw News, I'm reading this article, and I'm like, what? They, why didn't they make something up? Why didn't they say that the cards had coded messages in them? Or if you collect all 45,000... 
you can unlock the code that will deactivate all the clones in America or something. Right? Make up something. You make up everything else. I'm reading this article and it's just interviews. <laughs> it was boring again. They do a lot of boring reporting, which is shocking for a fictional website. They go, yeah, we can't believe that he's just doing this cash grab. And I'm reading this article and I was like, why don't they just make something up? Like, this is so dumb. Make something up. And then I got to it. <laughs> they said, apparently, these military generals have been talking and they're like, why did he make these NFTs? It's such a waste of time. America's burning. America's burning down. We need a president who's not wearing an astronaut suit. He's never in space. Why is he wearing an astronaut suit? So the generals, this is where the this word becomes fictional again. This is when Michael Baxter goes, oh, I forgot. I can make anything up. Halfway through the article, all of these generals, all of these military officials, these white hat warriors, they decide that Trump is a clone now. Trump must have been executed and replaced by a clone because only a clone, only a clone of Donald Trump and not the real Donald Trump would try to make money. Not not the real Donald Trump, not the lifelong billionaire. He, no, not him. Only a clone of Trump would try to make money. Donald Trump is a clone. These other generals are saying Donald Trump must be a clone because there's no, the real Donald Trump would not have done these NFTs. He would have made a real major announcement. And then the generals, <laughs> then the generals said, Oh, and while we're while we're talking about clones, the real Donald Trump would have never, ever met with Nick Fuentes and Kanye West. So it has to be a clone. <laughs> Forget the fact that Kanye West and Donald Trump have hung out a lot previously. Kanye West was at the White House a lot. Kim Kardashian was at the White House a lot. Forget that. That was the real Trump. Now, anytime that now when you see Donald Trump and Kanye West, and I don't think that's, I don't think they're ever going to meet again. Donald Trump and, or Ye, the name he goes by now, uh, Donald Trump and Ye, you'll never, if they meet again, it's the clone Trump. And Nick Fuentes, if you see him with Donald Trump, that's also a clone. It's a pretty good cover story, right? Whenever, whenever your candidate, Whenever someone you like does something you don't like, you go, that's a clone. The real Donald Trump is not... <laughs> the real Donald Trump is not doing a backing track on Ye's new album. Fascinating stuff. But let's get into the comments real quick. Because this is really where you find... This is the people on the ground who believe this stuff. Like, I don't think Michael Baxter believes any of this. If he does, he's a grade-A lunatic. Because he's sitting there in his house... And his phone doesn't ring. It doesn't ring at all. And he reaches down, he picks it up, and he goes, Hello? Yes, General Baxter. I agree. He is a clone. Can I, can I quote you on that? Can I quote you on that, sir? Okay, thank you. And then he's writing down stuff that doesn't exist. Like, I, I don't think he's insane. I don't think these events are happening. Well, let me rephrase. I know these events aren't happening. I know these events aren't happening. I know that Hillary Clinton was not throwing her poop while she was in Guantanamo Bay. I know that for a fact. But I think he's making it up. The commenters believe this stuff. Because they want to believe this stuff. They want to believe this stuff. And what's interesting is the com people in the comments 
were like, and again, shocking, what in the world was Trump thinking when he released these NFTs? They really hated this decision. He's gotten a lot of blowback from this. I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but whatever. People are like, we're fighting a war. We're fighting a war against Bill Gates. And luckily, Nancy Pelosi's on trial, but we've got all these other people to take care of. Joe Biden is a clone hologram. You, you don't be selling NFTs. And you had a couple of people go, he's not a superhero. Superheroes are for kids, for one. And he's talking about superheroes. There's a picture of him as a superhero. That's not what we need right now. We need freedom from the tyranny of this government that is enslaving us. We don't need cartoon pictures of superheroes. You would see that thought repeated several times in the comments. And then I came across this. This is fascinating. And I'll probably need your help deciphering it. This is someone who calls themselves Wrong Way Corrigan. Quote, the Patriot Sources, which is a reference to these websites that they frequent, that like this and Dark Outpost and things like that, that are talking about this hidden war. These are the Patriot News Sources. The Patriot Sources are full of comic book talk. AI this, AI that, quantum this, quantum that. I'm talking about the different conspiracy theories that are going on, right? Quantum this, quantum that, reptiles from outer space. Those are all familiar to us, right? These these next ones, I don't understand. A quote, these are the, go on the list of, of the new sources they're reading talk about this. Quote, avenging squads of Jedi striking at night, tsunamis to swamp entire coastlines, Secret armies of thugs sneaking across the border to hide until the signal from some evil freak hiding in a lair beneath the Antarctic ice shelf. A time-traveling president. I don't know. Maybe I, we've, we've covered that Trump might know the secrets of time travel, but uh, I think that's what that's referenced to. A time-traveling president. A pervert hiding in the White House. Okay, you're like, okay. You're like, okay, Jason, you're getting a little political here. I know your podcast never covers politics. Let me finish, because there is a lot of stuff about Biden smelling people, smelling women's hair. You could say, oh, that's what that's a reference to, a pervert. But let me finish this. I don't, I have no idea what this last sentence means. Wait till I finish, you, because you're like, it's obviously talking about President Biden. Hold on, let me, because yeah, let me finish. A pervert hiding in the White House as a woman. Is that Kamala Harris? Is that Vice President Kamala Harris? I don't know. A pervert. She's not the only woman in the White House. I don't know who it is, but a pervert hiding in the White House as a woman and traveling to a floating fish and goose soiree, drifting soiree, soiree, like a party. To a floating fish and goose soiree, drifting down the sign. Scene? <laughs> sign you like Jason. <laughs> Learn how to pronounce words. The river. The river's sign, right? A pervert hiding in the White House as a woman and traveling to a floating fish and goose soiree, drifting down the sign, watching Notre Dame burn through iced magnums of champagne. Even DC Comics would have passed on these storylines. And I would not bet against any of it. So in that weird mishmash of things I understand, 
and like <laughs> words I can't pronounce. And it's conspiracy theories I've never heard of. Avenging squads of Jedi? And they spell it J-E-D-H-I, which I don't know if that's some secret word they're using. Or if they don't know how to, or if they don't know how to spell Jedi, I'm not for sure. A pervert hiding in the White House as a woman. And then traveling. I don't get it. Is a, a floating fish in Goose Is she trying to say a boat? Is she trying to say a boat where they serve seafood? And a goose? Watching Notre Dame burn through ice magnums of champagne. And then she goes, I would not bet against any of it. And this is super interesting because, you know, you have the NFT thing, which is, I again, I didn't, I didn't even, I thought I kind of chuckled when I saw the artwork and then read a story about a guy who threw, threw his mom off of a building. I just went to the next article and was reading about that. But in this world, if you're hardcore in this Patriot source world where you're reading Real Raw News, you're donating money to Real Raw News, you come across something like this. It's not something that you can just go, oh, they're NFTs. It's somebody that you've... It's somebody that that you... Because there are obviously a lot of Donald Trump supporters out there still. He has a legitimate chance at winning the primary and possibly even the presidency. But those people... They probably go, oh, the NFTs, it's kind of a dumb move. They'll forget about it in a week or two and they'll wait for him to come out with some policy thing. And I don't know. But if you believe that he's right now engaged in a war against the darkness and every minute counts, every minute wasted, every day spent selling an NFT is a day that the reptilian forces come closer to enslaving humanity, every moment counts. So it would you would have a different reaction to it. The thing is, is that that's not true. He's not fighting reptiles. I mean, he was wearing an astronaut suit, so maybe I'm jumping the gun. But whatever you think about Trump, love him or hate him, he's not doing what these people think he's doing. He's not sending armies of avenging Jedi to rescue kids from Bill Gates' estate. That's just not happening. And it's super interesting to see this division. Like, when we look at these... Again, I hope I'm not getting too political. But when we look at sites like this, we're seeing this division with inside a conspiracy theory community. Where some people are like, this was a terrible move, not just because it's a bad optic, not just because he said it was a major announcement, he's just trying to make money. But then you have the people going, no. All of this stuff is true. So if this is true, why can't he be a superhero? If we are fighting reptilians from another world, if right now a pervert is eating fish and goose, if the world can be that incredible, then yes, Donald Trump could be a superhero. We talk about it all the time. They're saying that. We talk about comic book stuff all the time in this conspiracy theory world. I wouldn't bet against any of it. Maybe Donald Trump does have superpowers. Maybe Donald Trump can fly and shoot beams out of his eyes. Maybe this is a way of letting him tell the world in a safe way that I am Superman. I have all the powers that your savior needs to have to once and for all defeat the bad guys. 
super interesting. It's so weird. Again, you may hate Trump, you may love Trump, but none of you think that he's a superhero. That he can actually fly around and shoot beams out of his eyes. But there are people who do. Because they believe everything else that's so weird. That one more weird thing isn't going to stop. You know, does that make sense? Like, when you are accepting of so many bizarre beliefs, what's one more? What's one more ridiculous belief? And that is that slippery slope. What's funny is I would say there are people out there who believe that reptilian, shape-shifting reptilians are taking over the planet. And they would go, but there's no superhero. <laughs> Donald Trump isn't a superhero. There's no such thing as a superhero. They do believe that reptilian shapeshifters from another planet or from a, another dimension are assuming human form, taking over the planet. But if you ask them, well, is Donald Trump a superhero? They'd be like, no, what are you talking about? You're insane. That's dumb. If you said, hey, is there a pervert in the White House? And you're like, let me finish. Let me finish before you jump in. Is there a pervert in the White House disguised as a woman who loves to eat fish and goose? They're like, what are you talking about? Queen Elizabeth is a shape-shifting reptilian, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Absolutely fascinating to look at. I'm really, really curious to see how this plays out, because once you start announcing that Trump may be a clone, it's going to be really hard to come back from that. Although maybe not. Like, again, conspiracy theorists, for again, for all their strengths, they're definitely imaginative. And there's a lot of conspiracy theories that are true, and they're able to stay on it. Until the truth comes out. Not every conspiracy theory turns out to be false. But also a lot of conspiracy theories are crazy. And they're a waste of time. And they're almost built to be a waste of time. So you take brilliant people. And divert their attention. I don't think Donald Trump's a clone. I don't think he's a superhero. I think every politician does weird stuff. Not weird stuff like fly around. But every politician makes... Odd moves or unforced errors are generally what they're called. Whether it's Donald Trump selling NFTs or Howard Dean making that woo noise at the one of his campaign rallies. And then he was just known as the woo guy. And it ruined his career. He never got over that. It was one of the weirdest things I had seen. <laughs> it was one of the weirdest things I would seen in politics up until nowadays. But back then, like, they ruined him. They turned that into a meme before people knew what a meme was. It was just something he was, he went, woo, that was it. <laughs> it might have been a clone, might have been a clone of Howard Dean. Who knows? I actually spent way more time talking about that than I had planned on. So we're going to save the wedding story, but I do have something else to talk about. Let me find it, though, first. Dakota K, let's go ahead and toss you the keys to the carpenter copter. We're going to go ahead and take a look at two mysteries. First stop, fly us on out to Tennessee. Oh, I do have to say, if that was that last segment, you know I don't talk politics. That last segment was a little too political for you. That was all done by a clone. That wasn't the normal Jason. But now normal Jason's back. And we're going to talk about two mysteries I found. They're very short, super, super interesting stuff going on. December 15th. 2022, super recent story. We're in Humphreys County, Tennessee. There's a town called McEwen out here. And off of Highway 70E, there's a TDOT facility, which is the Tennessee Department of Transportation. The weather's getting bad. Weather's bad. This TDOT facility, they have the salt barn. 
just full of salt, and they go, they get huge amounts of it, so they can pour it on the highways and the roads, so it melts the snow. Makes the roads easier to drive on. I didn't even know they had snow in Tennessee. Is it, is it that bad? It's snowing in Tennessee? They're getting all this salt ready. These workers go into the salt barn, and in the salt, they find a rock. This worker picks up this rock and goes, oh, golly, look at this big old rock. This shouldn't be here. It's a mystery. Someone else looks at it and goes, yeah, that's a pretty big rock. Although it, it is as hard as a rock, it, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm no doctor, but it almost doesn't look like a rock. It looks like a human heart. So the police are called out. They may not be doctors, too, but they see a lot of insides of people. Police come out and they look at it and go, that's a human, that's 100% a human art. It's dried, probably because it's been sitting in all this salt for so long, but it's a heart. What they found in this pile of salt is a human male's heart. That's all they know. They don't know where it came from. Like, they've been thinking, where did this salt load come from? Let's start looking there. But, I mean, it's salt. <laughs> salt doesn't have a serial number on it. I'm sure they can narrow it down to a couple of places. But they go, we don't know where the heart came from. We don't know who it came from. That <laughs> Whoever it came from is dead. This is Jason Statham or something like that. Here's this human heart in a pile of salt. And the salt dried it out, basically preserved it. They don't know who it came from, where it came from. They don't even know how long it's been there for. All they have is a human heart. This is a creepy story, and this is one of those stories that I can almost guarantee we'll never get any follow-up on. Like, I'm sure a police officer spent like a day or two looking into it, put it on his desk as a paperweight. How would you find who lost the heart? Like, what, what was it? I mean, there's so much stuff you can think of. Organ trafficking. <laughs> if you really bad organ traffickers, they're like, hey, Larry, where'd you put that heart? They're like, oh, <laughs> I left it. I left it in the salt. What? Oh, man, we needed that heart to get paid. Organ trafficking. You know, obviously, when I read this, I'm thinking, because I'm a gruesome paranormal researcher, human sacrifice. Some sort of ritual murder. Other people have surmised, because people are talking about this story online, other people have surmised maybe it's a message. Maybe someone was leaving a message. I don't know what the message is. Don't mess with the salt cartel, boys. Who knows? A human heart found in a pile of salt for... That's all they know. A human man's heart. And there'll be no follow-up. Unless someone, someone does go, well, you know what? My uncle lost his heart the other day. And uh, that's probably it. Let's put it back in him. Let's put it back in his corpse and see if he comes back to life. They're like, that's not how it works. Also, you're under arrest for abuse of a corpse. Who knows? I don't think we'll get... I do not think we'll get any follow-up on that. But someone's dead. Dakota, let's pile back in the carpenter copter. We're leaving behind Tennessee. I got a, I got a heart-shaped bulge in my pocket. You're like, did you steal that heart? I'm pretty sure that's evidence. I'm like, no, I, I had this heart with me. When we came here, which is more alarming. We're leaving behind Tennessee. Fly us all the way up to New Jersey. 
This is a case, again, I came across, and this one's getting a little more publicity. There's a possibility, I don't want to overhype it, but I, but I will, I don't want to, but I will. This might be the next Eliza Lamb type case. And the reason why I say that is there is video footage that clearly shows what happened, but it still makes no sense. It's November 12th, 2022. Again, super recent story. We're in Cutstown. Which <laughs> just sounds like a place where you're going to get murdered. We're in Cutstown. That's in Berks County, New Jersey. And there we're going to meet a young man. His name is Kellen Bischoff. He's 19 years old. And he had recently traveled to Cutstown to visit a relative. Well, apparently he's at a college party, an off-campus college party. Started Friday night. It bleeds into early Saturday morning. And at some point in the party, Kellen leaves. Well, he never shows up at his relative's house. No one can find him. He's gone missing. So he's reported as a missing person. Hey, my buddy's in town. He's visiting. And he left this party early Saturday morning. He never came back. He never came home. We don't, we're worried about him. So the police start looking for him. At 8.41 in the morning, Saturday morning, the police get a phone call. Get in their car, they head on out. As far as they know, at this point, it's unrelated to this missing young man. They get a phone call to head out to this location. Something gruesome has been found. Police end up putting this whole story together. They find some video surveillance footage of Kellen walking towards a Dollar Tree store. It's like a dollar store. There's a Dollar Tree store. There's security camera footage of him walking behind the Dollar Tree store. This is on 45 Constitution Boulevard in Cutstown. If you want to reenact this or do some on-the-ground reporting, it's crazy. There's video footage of him approaching the back of the Dollar Tree store. And he crawls into a recycling dumpster. And the police are watching this footage and they're like, okay, that's weird. He's just walking down the street and he walks and he just climbs right in. Okay, well, uh, let's see when he gets out. They fast forward. They're watching the video at fast speed. Hour after hour after hour passes. And Kellen is still in the recycling dumpster. Stop, stop, stop the tape right there. Stop, stop it right there, one of the officers says. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know if it was that dramatic. Stop it. Watch. They're watching the security camera footage. They see a garbage truck pull up. And the two officers are looking at each other. They're looking at the video, sweat dripping off their brows just because the heater's on. They already know how the story ends. They're not in suspense. But what happens is this garbage truck, this one is made for recycling. It picks up the recycling dumpster, pours all the contents in, and then compacts it. Garbage truck drives away.
The reason why the police knew to watch this video footage from the back of the Dollar Tree was the call they got at 8.41 in the morning was from a recycling center. The total recycling facility in Exeter Township called up the police and said, uh, we didn't do this. We didn't do this. It was here when we got here. There's a mangled, compacted human body mixed in with all of these bottles. And the police show up, and there, sure enough, is a young man who had been squished, laying amongst all these recyclables. And, he, I mean, there was the only way they could identify him was his tattoos. They go, this is the guy we're looking for. This is that young man, Kellen. They were given a description of the type of tattoos he had. They look down, they're like, yeah, there he is. He's been compacted. So they knew where the... Because, you know, they keep records of all this stuff. This recycling came from this particular area earlier today. So they went out to the areas that that recycling truck had been to and was watching surveillance video until they found one where he walks, crawls in the dumpster and never leaves. He's in the dumpster until he's compacted. At this point, the police go, we know he wasn't murdered. We don't think there was any foul play involved. There's no one on video making him get into the dumpster. There's no one keeping him in the dumpster. We see him walk into the dumpster and get into it. They're currently waiting on toxicology results, which, I mean, I guess if you're compacted, there would still be enough. Like, he'd still have a liver. He'd still have a stomach. They could probably figure something out. But it's also possible the coroner just goes, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of Mountain Dew around. There's a lot of Pepsi bottles smashed on top of them. I don't think that's what killed him. I think it was the smashing that did it. But um, I I mean I could I could try to run a toxicology on this guy with what's left. So who knows if they'll get anything from that. A tragic accident is what the police are ruling this as, but the question still remains, why did he crawl into the dumpster and stay there for hours? I think you'll see, I think you can probably, you'll probably get an answer like he could have been drunk, and he's not used to this town, right? Just like Eliza Lamb, she was visiting from another place. She was in a hotel she was not familiar with or comfortable with. So when we think Eliza Lamb, the most likely explanation was she was having an episode. She did need to be medicated. She was having some mental health issues. And she was having an episode. And she became paranoid. And she thought someone or something was after her. And she took the elevator. And she gets on the roof. And then there's like a ladder that she could have crawled up. And then you can jump from part of the building into a water tank where no one found her body for weeks and she slowly dissolved in the water tank and began coming out of the faucets. It was like a black water type of situation. Now there's a paranormal angle that they it's you know possible right in the world of paranormal. We've done a longer episode on this I think but it's such a popular case it may have been one that I didn't cover but that something was following her. We do know that the videotapes, the videotapes of her in the elevator have been released, but they're edited. Just a couple seconds are removed, and the question is, why were the tapes edited before they were released? People have thought maybe 
someone was threatening her or some sort of paranormal force was after her, it's most likely that it was a psychotic episode or some sort of mental health emergency. And she climbed up the ladder and jumped into the the water tank on the roof, which nobody checked. Nobody checked. It's also possible someone threw her in the water tank, right? Or something possessed her. I mean, there's all you have the paranormal, the true crime, and the mental health answer. We have all three possibilities. And this one, it may come... I think they'll say he was drunk, he didn't know where to go, he was lost, he was in a new town. So what do you do when you're in a new town? You jump in the dumpster! You jump in the dumpster. I don't... I think that's going to be their answer. Or again, this story may just disappear, but... I think that's the logical one. Like, we don't know this young man's mental health history. Uh, It's really none of our business. But if it does turn out that he does have mental health problems that and he's off his medication or maybe even on the medication and it's not working this particular time that would explain why he crawled into a dumpster he could have been drunk and it could have been cold and he was looking for someplace warm and he was lost because he was in this new town so he jumped into the dumpster and passed out those are all possible but we don't know those are the likely ones then there's the chance that he was being pursued by someone and he was hiding and he was so scared he never came out I can't really think of a paranormal one off the top of my head. I feel like that would be kind of a bad taste. I was like, ghosts! He walked through a spooky graveyard and he stepped on old Margaret Tubman's grave. She chased him all the way to the Dollar Tree. He jumped in the dumpster. We don't know. We don't know. But it truly is a mystery. And a tragic one at that. And it's interesting how it does parallel the Eliza Lamb case. She basically hid from something. She was on her own in a place she wasn't familiar with. And she ended up crawling. That that one, you know, again, if she did it, jumped in a water tank. This one, the young man jumped into the dumpster. We have video footage of it. I don't know if it's been released on the internet, but it will be. Just knowing how police evidence lockers seem to be very porous. It's not, <laughs> you're not usually going there and you're finding guns and cocaine laying around, but a lot of times video and footage that shouldn't be available to the public does leak out. Fascinating mystery, though. It's a tragic one. This young man's passed away. What happened? What caused it? And then the human heart, too. I mean, we, that one has to be foul play. No one's just like, oh, you know what? I coughed up my heart and I accidentally died. Um, if you're missing your heart, somebody took it. So that's a whole other thing. But two very bizarre mysteries. We'll see if there's any follow-up to these. It's it's a waiting game. In the world of true crime, a lot of times this stuff happens and there's that sensational first article and then there's never any follow-up. So I'd be very curious to see how either of these stories go. I could say that me getting drunk and walking around a town that I'm unfamiliar with and I'm so drunk I crawl into a dumpster, I could see myself doing that. I could also see myself hiding in a dumpster if I was being pursued by somebody. Like, I, I could see that scenario happening as well. So, two interesting mysteries. Two interesting mysteries currently going on right now. And we may never get any answers. And on the one hand, we're true crime, paranormal podcasts. We love looking at this stuff. If we don't get any answers, it's just an unsolved mystery. But for the family, right? Can you imagine the friends and family of this young man? They... We want answers. They need them. They need them. So I hope we do get some satisfaction, whether or not we ever hear about it, or at least it gives the family some peace of mind knowing what happened to their loved one. 
that's all we can hope for at this point. The terrifying, terrifying tragedies nonetheless. I always wonder, like, when you die. Because I'm a mystery guy, right? Like, we're always investigating all this paranormal stuff. I've always thought, like, whenever I hear about, like, a Bigfoot researcher, he's 80 years old and he died. He'd been researching the big hairy creature for 30 years. And all he had to find for it was some deer fur and a plaster cast of a footprint. Like, when that guy died, did he immediately know that Bigfoot was real and he got to see every sighting of Bigfoot ever and every sighting of Bigfoot that ever would be? He finally sees Bigfoot come out of the woods and goes, Me be part of society. Me be president. He wants for president, president Bigfoot. Everyone's, I'd vote for Bigfoot. That'd be awesome. Would you know all that stuff immediately? Like, people who have been trying to solve these mysteries their whole lives. Uh, like, think about all the people who died before Forrest Finn's treasure was revealed as their spirit was floating away. They're like, I totally wasted my life. Oh, man. But then they know where Forrest Finn's treasure was. When I die, I wonder, will I instantly know all the stuff I've ever, ever wondered about? Like, would I know... That ghosts exist. Well, I'm a ghost, obviously, so I'd be like, okay, well, that one was real. But would I instantly, like, all the paranormal stories I've talked about and everything I've read, would I instantly be filled with the knowledge, like, oh, that one was real, but that one was false, but that one was real. Those were all real, and da-da-da-da-da. Like, do you have the answers to all those things? And I think about that from time to time. I think about that. When I die, will I just know the answers to all these questions? But then, at the same time, I go, I don't want to know it instantly. Like, I don't want to die, and then I know every answer to everything I've ever wondered, and I know the the answers to all these riddles and all these paranormal stories and all these unsolved murderers. It's funny. I don't want to know them instantly. I want to learn them. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. I just think about that from time to time. Like, I would love to have those answers, but if all the knowledge just filled my head at once, I'd kind of be let down. For me... It's the learning of it. It's not just knowing the answer. It's it's the gathering of the knowledge that makes sense. As opposed to it just being given to you. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of a kind of a kind of a bummer way to end the episode. I didn't plan on doing those two mystery mystery things, and I didn't definitely didn't plan on talking about me dying before Christmas. But interesting, interesting stuff, thought experiments and all that. I hope you guys have a happy holidays, however you celebrate it. I really hope you guys have a lot of fun with your friends or your family, or even if you're alone this holiday season, I hope that it's a great one. Really, really do. And uh, that's that's about it's cheery now, and now it even sounds depressing. The way I'm saying that, we've got to wrap this up before I come up with something even more dour. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be your email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash DeadRabbitRadio. TikTok is at DeadRabbitRadio. DeadRabbitRadio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day. I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great weekend. Have a happy holidays. I love you guys. Have a great one.